Welcome to the Did You Know podcast by Verisource, where we interview founders and executives at amazing technology companies that can help your business save time and money and grow, especially bring awareness to smarter, better, faster solutions that can transform your business. Hello, everyone. This is Victor with Verisource. Welcome to the uh, another episode of the Did You Know podcast. Today, I'm excited to have uh, Alex, who is the CEO and founder uh, of uh, Uplink. So essentially, Uplink is building the next generation audit software to track and speed up the auditing process, and as well as a due diligence and internal compliance, which we're going to get into for sure. Uh, so welcome, Alex, to the episode, our fellow Floridian. Yeah, thanks, Victor, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So Alex, why don't you... Uh, you know, maybe give a quick intro of, of yourself and uh, maybe a little bit of your background. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Alex, uh, the CEO of Uplink, and I started my career as an auditor. Uh, so this space is, is near and dear to my heart. I was amazed. I was working at the Big Four when I graduated college, and I was amazed at the lack of technology that existed for the audit process. It is incredibly manual, incredibly time-consuming, and incredibly tedious. And so after doing audits for six years or so, I switched into building software at PwC uh, and enjoyed doing that for, for, for a number of years. Uh, but then I decided to, uh, to leave and start my own company. And uh, that's, that's where we're at today. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's so fascinating. I mean, one of the things, you know, being a startup founder ourselves, it just, it's just a story. Like ever since we, you know, started our own startup, like the people, the founders we met, it's really the stories that are just like, how did people even came about to, to dislike to this thing? Right. right. It's, and it's fascinating. So, and, and, uh, and obviously a lot of people don't get to see that when they go to your website. So we'll definitely talk about, you know, Uplink and everything, all the great things about it. Um, but I'd love to start with, cause you mentioned a couple interesting things, Alex. Um, you were working on one of the big fours, you were an auditor. So, what what you know based on your experience like what why do you think it's lacking technology uh these companies have tons of money like why do they just not have they just have didn't have to focus or why do you think it was missing technology and what were some of the challenges you were running you were facing when you were an auditor right when you were doing your job like you know Sure. Yeah. So I'll, I'll never forget starting uh, <laughs> starting at PwC in, in audit. I was working at uh, one of the largest banks. was my audit uh, was my audit client. Uh, I won't I won't name them specifically, uh, but uh, we we had to we ha we have this massive list of documents that we need from the client, and so every day we would get dozens of emails inbound to the shared inbox with these documents. And so I was the uh, poor uh, associate who had to go through that inbox and update the status tracker every single day. And it was, it took at least an hour uh, to do this because you were getting so many documents in and you didn't want to mess up. If you missed something or said something was received and it hadn't been received, it could basically throw a whole uh, whole wrench in the audit. It's really slowing things down. And so uh, it was just a very manual process. And so that's just one area where it, there's there's so much opportunity for efficiencies. And that's actually the area we started with, with Uplink, right? Uh, Uplink today is very good at creating these requests, sending them out to the client, and then giving the client an easy way to upload those documents. And as an auditor or as a compliance professional, you can track 
exactly what's been uploaded uh, and, and see a dashboard and, and you get all that stuff right there. Nice. So, yeah, uh, a lot of companies we talk to, whether uh, SMB, mid-market or enterprise, it, it, across a lot of the company functions, they're usually still using spreadsheets. And it's yeah. just like, wow, like that is crazy to me. Like that's how people run their business. And again, that's, you know, congrats to Microsoft for uh, <laughs> still still holding on to this Excel. I mean, it's still very, you know, useful, but it's just like, right. That, I think that's why people start software companies and just saying, hey, there's got to be a more efficient, better automated way to do this, right? Yeah. I um, mean, spreadsheets are amazing, right? Don't get me wrong. I mean, as, especially as a former auditor, I, I love Excel. I'm yeah. in there, you know, very frequently. Uh, but it's, you know, and, and their, their power is in their, you know, functionality, right? They can, they're just so, you can do anything in a spreadsheet, really. Um, yeah. But once you have a process that is repeatable and is time consuming and cumbersome, it's time to move it out of a spreadsheet and into an app. Yeah. So uh, if I heard correctly and correct me if I'm wrong here, you, you mentioned you then went, so you were an auditor, I'm assuming not a technologist, uh, didn't know how to code. Did you end up teaching yourself how to code or, or your co-founders are more the, the coders? Yeah, so I, I actually did teach myself how to code. There's a lot of uh, great, uh, uh, you know, resources online. I, I was I'm really fond of actually the, the MIT uh, Intro to Computer Science course. I took that, and it, uh, it's I think you can get it on edX or Coursera or any of those uh, sites. And that was just really opened my eyes to the possibility. Uh, and so I I, I did that. Uh, started building apps kind of on the side, uh, nights and weekends. And then I actually had the opportunity to switch into a software role at PwC, uh, where I was responsible for leading leading software teams, building out some of their internal tooling. So it's a pretty wow. unusual career path going from <laughs> auditor to software man- engineering manager, uh, yeah. later director. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely the right path for me. That is that is amazing. I mean, I think um, there's just. Yeah, I mean, anybody who has a dream, like you can now teach yourself how to code. You can teach yourself anything. And, you know, it's just whether the, the person has the uh, the persistence and desire. So, no, that's that's awesome, man. So let's yeah. talk about Uplink. First of all, I love, I love the name. I think it's easy to remember. I think it makes a lot of sense. I, I just like companies whose name kind of like resonates with kind of what they're doing. <laughs> I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. We spent a lot of time thinking about it, right? Because it's like, you know, we, we wanted to, we wanted it to be that, right? We wanted it to be something that, you know, wasn't like, well, what do you guys do? It, it, we wanted it to, to fit yeah. with, with what we do. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So obviously we talked about, um, you know, Uplink being a, a software platform, that helps companies around the due diligence, the internal compliance and auditing process. So can you kind of give us a couple minutes of kind of walkthrough, right, of how does it work? And of course, we're going to keep it interesting so that we can get you on a webinar to visually show people how, how this beautiful thing works. But kind of walk us through um, how, what is the current process that companies typically go through today, right? The current process and then the process with Uplink and the difference. Yeah, sure. So if you think about the steps of an audit or the steps of a due diligence process or steps of some, some sort of compliance process, it really all begins with the auditor or the due diligence professional or compliance professional asking for a lot of information from 
uh, from their client or from the, from the person that they're uh, investigating, if you will. And so they'll typically have a massive spreadsheet of, you know, anywhere from dozens to hundreds of items that they need uh, from these other parties. Uh, and so, uh, you know, and, and these other parties will have to then supply that information. <clears throat> what we do with Uplink is you take that list, you upload it into the application, and you can assign requests to individual people. And those people will get notifications, an email link that says, you know, hey, upload these files here. Uh, and there's status tracking, reminders, and all that stuff built around that. So that's basically the, the, the beginning of the process, right? From there, the auditor gets notified, hey, Joe uploaded 14 documents for you to review. You can go inside of Uplink. You can preview those files that Joe uploaded. Uh, take a look at them. You can send them back to Joe if something's not right. Ask follow-up questions, things like that. Uh, or you can approve it, and then it goes to a, a, a complete status. So at every point during the project, you know what the status of requests is uh, and all of that stuff is centralized. So the requests and the status and the discussions are all centralized in the same application. Because before, everything was done over email. Um, you know, uh, emails would be sent with documents and there'd be follow-ups on individual threads. And so everything was very scattered. And so what we're doing with Uplink is bringing it all in, in one place. That's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I think uh, some... Uh, some tax people we work with uh, or we know <laughs> should probably use, uh, you know, this as well. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, even tax season, right? Still a lot of email yeah. and, and those things going on. So it's just that concept of email and how do you track it? And, and you know, like, yeah, like you got to look for all these things. So right. I love ideas that are simple to understand, simple to, to implement and get immediate ROI. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And to your point on the, on the tax, you know, the tax preparer stuff, we do have uh, tax preparers who are using the software and they, and they love it. Right. Uh, it just streamlines the whole thing and they can keep track of not just a single client, but they're keeping track of hundreds of clients that they're doing this tax work for, uh, which, you know, having all of that visible in one dashboard makes things really easy. And the, the software that's out there that a lot of tax preparers are using these like client portals with basically it's like a Dropbox the problem with just using Dropbox is that for this purpose, right, is that you don't have the status and the expectation of these are the 12 documents I need. You have to go into each folder or each portal and say, okay, I, I know I need these 12 documents and I only have eight, right? So then you're following up manually with, with your client. So, so it's like having a everything, go ahead. It's like a checklist in a way. Exactly. Very much so. Yeah, that's uh, we could all be uh, more organized and use a checklist. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, a lot of companies when it comes to auditing, um, some people might think it's relevant to them. Some people might think it's not relevant to them. But you mentioned something early on to me that either you're an you're auditing somebody, you're an auditor, you need this tool because you're auditing somebody, or you're a company that needs to get audited, <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, you know, once every year or whatever the case may be. So uh, if you were, what I love doing is have you speak to the the specific use cases so people can really understand, right? So if you were talking to an auditor, what would the ROI, how would you 
explain to them, the auditors, your value. And then after that, I want you to explain to a business owner. Let's say a business owner is listening, right? Or mm-hmm. a decision maker is listening, a CFO, CEO. How, what would be the ROI for them? Uh, sure. There? Yeah. So uh, for an auditor, every auditor I've talked to, as soon as I show them the product, uh, <laughs> they understand the ROI immediately, right? Because they've, they've felt it, they've lived it, they've requested these hundreds of documents and dealt with the pain of going back and forth with the client on, you know, on, on many of them. So auditors really get the ROI pretty quickly. Uh, one of the things that's interesting that when I have conversations with them is that they're actually using Uplink to win more work, right? So because Uplink makes the client's life better, they use that as a selling point, as a differentiator from their competitors. It says, look, mm-hmm. we have this software and the whole audit will go faster and be much less painful uh, because we're using the software. And so that's basically a competitive advantage for them uh, as they as they try to go win work uh, out in the market. That is smart, man. No, that is smart. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Then what about for the you know customer side? Um, yeah. Yeah. So typically at, at, a, at a company that's being audited, you'll appoint a person inside of your company to be the, the go-between, to be the liaison with the auditor. And this is expensive, right? You're paying somebody full-time effectively to do this. And you're, it's, it's at least months. Um, and audit, you know, the, the, the bare minimum time is, is, is a couple of months and it can extend even longer than that. So first of all, you're going to be removing the burden on that person, right? And, and that person can then go do <laughs> their, their job that, you know, that they have a, apart from managing audits. Uh, so that's helpful. Uh, and then you're also kept much more up to date as the, as the client. So if you're being audited, you know exactly where the audit stands because you can go in at any time and, and look at the dashboard and see where things are at. So you get a lot more visibility uh, and the whole process takes a lot less time. So our vision really is to make audits 10 times faster than they are today. And that sounds audacious and it it is, uh, but once you understand how much wasted time there is in an audit, it becomes very obvious that that's possible. So most of the time is spent waiting between the client and the auditor. So the auditor makes these hundreds of document requests and it takes several weeks for the client to gather all that information and provide it to the auditor. Then the auditor is looking through all that stuff. They make sample selections and ask for follow-up information and that takes time. So. What we're doing with Uplink is making things a lot more self-service and speeding up that 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 go between that uh, that back and forth to to reduce the overall time it takes to do an audit. Yeah, time is money, man. So uh, you know, I guess you know, especially in this economy, and uh, according to uh, you know different people, uh, 2023 is not going to get much better. If not, it's going to get worse, possibly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so companies, you know, need to find ways to optimize time and spend and everything. So in with that kind of picture in mind, right, 2023, like, okay, things are not getting better. You got to prepare for the worst. Like, how, how do you think, you know, uh, companies can leverage your platform? Again, we talked about time is money. Are there other areas where you feel like, hey, especially where with where things are headed, tough times ahead, 
How, how can you help these companies uh, generate more ROI, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the interesting things that we haven't talked about yet is the experience of, of using uh, better software, right? So um, work right now, we're in a situation where employees have tremendous amount of leverage and choice. Uh, and so to the extent that you can make your company a better company to work for, that you can make the day-to-day work, the day-to-day lives of your employees better, the morale is going to go up, retention is going to go up, uh, and and you're not going to be suffering with this this talent shortage as much. And so that's uh you know th- that's one area that we're we're talking to people about as well, um, improving the workflow of people on a day to day basis actually makes them want to stay. That that is another genius uh you know approach. Uh, I think that's uh. Yeah, that's definitely smart and it makes a lot of sense. So uh, obviously last two years, you know, with COVID, um, there's a lot of digital transformation, meaning, you know, a lot of what we how we used to do things changes. And I think, you know, it forces companies to have to change because, again, when you used to sit next to each other, you know, like things you know, are a little bit easier or you do things a certain way for a long time. And suddenly, like now, like you said, people work remote or, you know, things change more. And so uh, how have you personally kind of seen changes with customers or do you feel like there's a more of a need for your type of service now, like post COVID kind of in this new world? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, to your point about, you know, following up with somebody going over to their desk and reminding them to send you some document uh, in a lot of companies, auditors actually used to go to the company and they had a, spe- you know, a special room uh, with no windows, of course, uh, <laughs> that the auditors were, uh, were shoved into. Um, and so now that those hallway conversations can happen, um, a lot more stuff is being done over email, which is just not a good tool for managing work and re- managing workflows. So there definitely is more of a, more of a use case for Uplink and having all of the context around the request in the same application. So you not only have the file, you have the details of what was requested uh, and you have the ability to interact and, and discuss that request uh, all in one, all in one spot. So what uh, companies would you say are your, what, what size of companies would you say are your ideal um, partners today, right? Again, it seems like every company, you know, small or large, uh, needs auditing or gets audited. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, right now, is there is there what you know? Is it the SMB? Is it mid market? Is it enterprise? Or you can help any and all sizes of clients, regardless of their requirement. It scales very well, or how, how does it work? Yeah, so it, it definitely does scale, and it's going to depend, you know, probably on the industry as well, but. If you're a company that's struggling with audits or compliance or, you know, internal, you know, security audits and requests, you know, Uplink is, is an excellent tool and really makes a lot of sense uh, for those use cases. Nice. Uh, no, man, it's uh, I always love chatting with you. Um, you know, uh, there's just so, so many startup stories and battles that we, we go through every day. So, so it's amazing. And uh, we're super excited to obviously have you guys in the Verisource platform. And uh, so, you know, one of the last questions I always love to ask our guests is uh, whether it's your personal experience or work or startup or anything like that, if you were to give the listeners who are 
you know, business owners, business decision makers, one advice, again, could be a personal advice, uh, work advice, whatever it is, like, what, what are you most passionate about? Like, what, what's one advice you would want to uh, give to, you know, people? Uh, yeah, so I think the, the thing that comes to mind is to, uh, is to really do what you love, but be strategic about it at the same time. So when I was an auditor, I, I didn't love it, and I was doing it for several years. Uh, but on the side, I was teaching myself how to code. And there was an opportunity that came up, and I, because I had prepared, because I had learned, um, you know, on the side, I was ready to take that opportunity. So I would say, do what you love, uh, but be pre- prepare for it, right? So, uh, and, and that's been that's been the case with my switch as an auditor to technology, uh, and then my switch from you know being a director of software engineering to being a, a, st- a startup founder. So, that's, that's yeah. Another doing. another follow up question to that, uh, which is uh, as we wrap up here. Is uh, how did you know? Again, switching from one skill set to another, completely different, and, and it takes completely different personality and and you know uh, focus and discipline to do two very two very different possible things. Um, how did you how did you feel like you helped yourself um, go through that conversion? Or again, just because you want to learn how to code doesn't mean you can you know like and there's resources right, but doesn't mean anybody has the personality or, or capabilities to do it. So how did you feel like you kind of made that transition? Was it just because you, you're the way you think, like it's kind of transitioned well, or if other people are looking to make those type of transitions, I guess is what I'm asking, right? Like if they're hearing you and say, man, like I want to make that transition too, again, they can find resources, they can find YouTube videos, they have the desire, but how did you maybe make that transition actually happen? Yeah, so I think that uh, you know, for me, it was um, first of all learning the basics, right? Uh, start from start from scratch. Be humble. Uh, recognize that you're a beginner and be okay with that. Learn as much as you can, and and like I said, be humble. And then basically just keep your eye out for opportunities, right? As the, as they come your way, right? And so something eventually will come up, uh, and and when it does. You'll have prepared. You'll be ready for it, and then you just jump on it. That's that's amazing, man. I no, really appreciate Alex for uh, being on the uh, the episode, and we look forward to uh, you know getting you guys on the webinar to showcase your platform. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Victor. I appreciate your time today. It's great being on. That was an amazing episode of the Digino Podcast with Verisource. Hope you enjoyed it and got some great insights from it. Make sure you follow us on social media for the next episode. And if you want to get the best deals from the guest today, make sure to send us a message at sales at verisource.com.